Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. (laughs) (laughs) Doug Skeen, part of the Michigan football podcast, is standing by. All that's true, Doug. I'm not making any of it up. Hey, quiet. I'm trying to take a nap here. (laughs) (laughs) The huge show. It's like NyQuil in the afternoon. Weekdays at 3. You can't make up anything. Our our entire on-air, in-studio, off-air, the stories are real. The people are real. It's why I love my life and my show. But let's not talk too loud because we don't want to wake up Hammer and Hank Hayes. Yeah, keep the volume limit. Yeah, everybody, don't. If you call any guests, Superfly, tell them not to get excited. I know it's NFC Championship week. I know Harbaugh left, but we don't want to wake up Hammer and Hank from his daily huge show induced two hour nap. You know, Doug, we've talked uh, a lot before the season over the last couple years about Harbaugh one day leaving for the NFL. I wasn't shocked by last night, but I will tell you, I'm disappointed. And Ward Manuel in Michigan over the last three years for not taking care of Harbaugh early. Well, that's the only question I think at this point is going back. If you remember back after the 2020, I think it was season, Bill, when a lot of people were calling for maybe a, a removal of Jim Harbaugh. I was one of those people that were not happy with the way the program was performing. And rightly, Ward Manuel got Harbaugh's contract. His contract was made him an average paid guy, gave him happy incentives. And then, you know, the magic happens, and we beat Ohio State, now we're winning. And then the expectation was, well, now the guy's winning, you need to pay him. And there was a delay there. And I think history will look back and say, if that delay had been removed and Ward had acted sooner, would Jim have still left? And for me, I still think that even if Jim had a contract in his hand signed and sealed a couple of years ago for an extension, I still think Jim Harbaugh would still have taken the Chargers job after winning it all this last year because this guy wants to climb the next mountain. He wants to get a trophy like his brother has. He wants to be the guy at the top of the heap. So I don't think any of it would have mattered in the end the guy wants that Lombardi trophy more than anything at this point. I always look back and thought the minute Harbaugh didn't have any NFL offers and Manuel held him over the edge and cut his pay in half, that this day was coming. And I didn't see the three straight Big Ten titles. I didn't see the national championship. And that's a credit to Harbaugh's staff and players. But I knew that that separation was coming at some point. And again, I, I believe this all along. I think that Jim came back to Michigan nine years ago for the opportunity to coach at his alma mater that I do sincerely believe he loves as much as the rest of us guys that ever wore that uniform. But I always felt like this guy had come so close to winning that Super Bowl that that was always going to burn him. And you talk to guys who coached or played in Super Bowls that fell short. It does burn you for the rest of your life, and you always want to go back and get a shot at it. So you and I have talked about this on multiple occasions. I felt like this day was coming, and if he had the level of success and got an NFL team to give him 
an opportunity. And then you throw in, you know, the Chargers situation with a really good, young, talented quarterback. That was just going to be way too much for Jim to say no to. So this, to me, was not very surprising at all. A slam dunk for him. And he's on to the next thing. And now it's time for Michigan to go on to its next thing, which is a new head coach that I think is already there. And we move on and we build on the success that Coach Harbaugh built while he was here. And one thing that Sharon Moore did build was an offensive line, then became part of the hierarchy on Harbaugh's coaching staff. So you're sold more can get it done and not business as usual, but at least keep the Michigan machine moving forward. I don't think there's any question about that. When you look at what Sharon has done, you know, he was a tight end guy there for a few years, and then Jim made the big move to put him in charge of that offensive line and then elevated him to offensive coordinator. What we know are facts are this guy can develop an offensive line into really high-level performance. We don't have any question about that. This guy can call a great football game, and it's not without criticisms at times, but the facts are that in the biggest of games, the biggest of moments, he performed really well and called the game to get us to victories. We know that for a fact. We know that the players love him. They openly speak. They enjoy being around Coach Moore. And we know how much Coach Moore loves being at Michigan based on the tears falling down the guy's face after that Penn State game and other games. What we don't know about Coach Moore is all the other things that are going to be new when he gets named head coach, which I believe is going to happen. And remember now, when Jim was gone there, Bill, Jim was gone on Saturday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he was coaching the team. He was around. He was running meetings. So now that's going to be new and different for Coach Moore, along with all the other things that head coaches have to deal with. So that's the unknown. But I think the basic football core fundamentals of him being able to coach and develop and connect with the guys, those are some pretty big boxes to check, and he definitely checks them. Doug Skeen, talented broadcaster, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan, late 80s, early 90s, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast. Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, talking about the end of the Harbaugh era. What are the most important things for Moore right now? Obviously, it would be that 30-day transfer portal that opened up this morning. They can't afford to be poached by other schools. If they would lose four or five starters, it could really bury this team for the upcoming fall season. Well, I think you're right. I think it absolutely could, but I got a feeling that it's not going to happen unless these guys are going to go out and click that button and put their name out there to see if they can get more money. If it's a money thing, we could lose players. If it's just a culture thing, and a, and a comfort thing and a certainty of personalities and, and fitting into a, a program that you're already a part of, we should not lose guys. I think the most important thing is that Coach Sharon Moore is named the head coach as fast as possible, that he can solidify his staff and retain the strength and conditioning coach, Ben Herbert. That's a critical one. Then I think that's greatly going to minimize how many guys are going to be looking to get out of town and go play for somebody else. I think the culture is really strong in Ann Arbor based on what we saw this last season, the focus of those guys on the team, 
There's a lot of guys with a lot of talent that did not get to play a lot because there were studs in front of them, Bill. And I don't know that how many of them are going to be quick to get out of town to start over somewhere else when the opportunity is right here and now. And what better place to do it at than where you've been the whole time? Before I let you go, Doug, how do you think Harbaugh will fare the second go-around in the NFL? What's your gut feeling? My gut feeling is he's going to get the Chargers right back to where he had the 49ers. And the question will be uh, with the general manager. And I, I don't know, Bill, I don't, they, have not, they have, not, have not hired a general manager yet that I know of. Can, can he get the right player personnel? I think Herbert's going to play some of his best football under Harbaugh. Jim is going to go out up a good staff. He's done that. He'll call his brother. They'll put together a good staff and do what they do. I expect the Chargers to be a playoff team that'd be right where he had them with the 49ers and maybe, just maybe get that big trophy and then he'll be able to brag to his brothers and friends forever that he's got, you know, the two big levels of trophies and his brother, I don't know, his brother might get another Lombardi this year and they can argue forever when they're sitting around drinking beers as old men about who the best football coach was, but I do think he's going to have success out there, Bill, because he's done it before. And I think based on the head coach being hired before the GM with the Chargers who are still interviewing candidates and why they're waiting on the official announcement until next week, I think they want to have the new GM in place and also Harbaugh will have a say in this new GM. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it, That's what's, which is a little backwards, right? Usually it's the, the general manager who gets to have the big say-so over who his coach is. <laughs> but I think if you're the San Diego Charger, I'm sorry, the L.A. Charger fan now, you're looking at the big guy in the building now is Jim Harbaugh, and he's going to find somebody that's got to work with him. As, as we know, Jim can be tough to work with. He's a demanding guy, and he's, he's a football-driven guy. So that personality has got to work really well. But if you get somebody that knows how to pick guys in the second, third, fourth, fifth round that are going to get on the field and produce results, he will have the Chargers deep in the playoffs sooner than later. Five-year deal. We haven't heard money. Initially, I heard that his agent, who also is Sean Payton's agent, was asking for Payton-like money, which is around $17 million a year. Michigan was reportedly set to make him the highest paid, so I'll be curious how the money plays out. Also, I believe Harbaugh will have a say in the GM. I think that's a delay also with the games this weekend. They wanted to do it during the week between the off week before the Super Bowl. And the Chargers and the Ravens will meet next year in a regular season game in Los Angeles. John versus Jim. You knew that was going to line up, right? And the NFL will be playing that thing up till the end of the day, for sure. And it'll be fun to watch. I mean, it's, listen, I, I will be grateful for what Jim Harbaugh did forever for the Michigan football program. It was a memorable season that will never be forgotten. We get to celebrate it for seven more months. Seems like a lot of Michigan fans are ready to jump off a cliff here just a couple weeks after we won it all. There's still a lot of things to be happy and proud of if you're a Michigan fan or former player. And I think there's a lot of things to be excited about going forward with Sharon Moore as the head coach. A lot of things to be excited. Looking ahead to May, we'll have our spring Tullymore Golf Resort Football Summit in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, and we'll talk about more than likely Sharon Moore, how spring ball went, and what lies ahead in his first season. Doug, good work as always. 
You can hear Skeen with Ballas, the Michigan football podcast, at thewolverine.com. Safe travels, big man. All right. Thanks, Bill. Go Blue. All right. Doug Skeen checking in.